0: The chill crawled up her spine like a black widow spider stalking her naive mate, deliberately and purposefully. Despite the midsummer heat of the Piedmont noon, Victoria shivered. She and her mother had arrived seventy minutes ago, an hour early, but she'd been counting down to this day for five years. They were so close. But now he was ten minutes late. The anticipation was almost unbearable. She took an exaggerated breath to calm herself down, slowly and deeply in, then back out just as deliberately, exactly as she had a month ago, right before stepping on stage to make her eighth-grade valedictorian speech to the entire middle school. She hadn't thought she'd be this nervous, but as they'd driven over the mountains from their dairy farm in the Shenandoah Valley, her anxiety had built and built. Standing by the passenger side of the old Chevy, she looked up once more at the dark brick wall rising 40 feet above her, like a huge, terrifying tsunami. The surveillance tower soared another 60 feet into the clear blue sky. Shading her eyes from the sun, she could just make out a pair of silhouettes on the closest tower's observation deck. They wore Stetsons and aimed long barreled guns down at the other side of the massive barrier. They looked like the devil's angels up there, and she hated them without even knowing them. There he is, her mother shouted excitedly from the driver's side of the Chevy, already sobbing. A figure had just emerged from a narrow steel door at the base of the wall. Go, Victoria, go. I'm staying here. I'm not ready yet. Victoria kicked off her flip flops and covered the distance across the parking lot to her father in seconds, long blonde hair streaming out behind her. As she crossed from sunlight into shadow, she caught her breath. He was gaunt, stooped at the shoulders, and his dark hair had turned mostly gray. He'd always seemed younger than her friend's fathers, but standing outside the archer prison wall, he seemed shockingly older. Five years had aged him twenty. Hello, Victoria, he whispered as she flew into his arms. I can't get over how pretty you are. You're a beautiful young woman. Thanks, Dad. His shirt smelled awful like wet dirt. I missed you so much. I was worried you wouldn't come. She wanted to reach out and take his hand She would have slipped her fingers into his without thinking when she was nine, before he'd gone away. At fourteen, that time had passed, whether he was innocent or not. Are you okay? she asked as they headed for the Chevy. It was two hours back to the small town of Luray and their hundred-acre farm. She wanted to get home. They had his favorite meal waiting. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, biscuits and corn. Yes. Are you sure? What's on your mind, Victoria? You're walking so slowly. Her father had always been a man on a mission, even with nowhere in particular to be. It's like you're shuffling. You haven't lost your directness, I'm glad to see. I didn't mean it in a bad way, Dad. Maybe I have lost a step or two, he admitted. "'Could be you're a few steps faster as well. "'Or maybe the shuffling is force of habit from the shackles. "'I'm sorry, I shouldn't have—' "'Or maybe. "'I'm just taking time to reacquaint myself "'with everything I've been missing for five years. "'Always consider all sides of an issue,' he counseled. "'You'll need to do that when you're governor.' "'He was her biggest fan,' and he'd been telling her she'd be governor ever since she could remember. I'm serious, he replied to her silence. Virginia Governor Victoria Lewis. It's got a ring to it, doesn't it? She hesitated. I... I guess. Superstition drove her caution. The fates hated arrogance. It definitely does. After your governor, you'll be president. He nodded confidently. I had that vision the night you were born. As they cleared the wall shadow and emerged into sunlight, he stopped and caught her arm. Is there anything else?